So the Mishnah teaches us that if Reuven was married to two women, let's call them Rachel and Leah, and Leah is of course the Torah of Rachel, and they did not have any children, and Reuven and Leah went to travel, and then Edom came and they told Rachel that Reuven died, and at this point we are unsure if Reuven never had a child and therefore Rachel was Zakuk Liubam or if Reuven had a child with Leah while they were Bedinasiyam and Rachel was therefore Muteras Hashuk and not Zakuk Liubam. So the Mishnah teaches us that Rachel can't get married as there is a Chazaka that Reuven did not have a child and she can't do Yibam either with Reuven's brother because it's possible Reuven had a child and she would be therefore over on Isav Eshach Shaloi B'Makai Mitzvah and she has to wait until she finds out what the status is of her Tzara if she had a child or not. And of course, if we find out that she had a child, then of course, Rachel was not Zach Libam and she could get married. And if we find out that her tzara did not have a child, then Rachel was Zach Libam. And the Gemara will ask on Amr Beis that why don't we say that Shimon should do Chalitza and she'll be Muteris Lashok, be Manashach, and therefore, why don't we allow Rachel to have a possibility of getting married? And the Mishnah continues with another case. If Reuven and Rachel are married and Reuven doesn't have any brothers and therefore, there's no Yavah, and then his mother went and we aren't sure if she may have had a child at the point that she went so now if Reuven dies then maybe Rachel is because maybe he has a brother or maybe she never had a child and therefore she would be and the Mishnah teaches us that even though we just stated that that maybe a Tzara had a child that is only because there is one Suffolk over there if the Tzara had a child or not because no matter what if it's a Zacher or if it's in the Keva the Din would be the same that she would not be Zakulibum, and if she didn't have any children, then of course Rachel would be Zakulibum. However, in this case of her mother law, the only way that Rachel would be Asura Lashuk and would have to go and have Yibum with her brother law is if her mother law gave birth to a son who will be the Yavim, and there is therefore a Spexveka. Number one, did the mother law actually get pregnant and give birth? And number two, even if her mother law had a child, maybe it was a girl and not a boy, and Rachel would still not be Zakulibum. And that's why in this case the Mishnah says, However, Yatsum. If at the time that Rachel's mother-in-law went to Medina Siyam, she was already expecting, so at this point, there's actually only one suffix. There's only a suffix if the child that will be born is going to be a male or female. But on the side that it will be a male, then of course, Rachel was Zakulibam, and therefore she can't get married. And that's why the Tanakhama says, you still have to be Cheshesh for that child, and she can't get married. However, even in this case, you don't want to be Cheshesh because you still have a Svek Sveka. Number one, even though she's expecting right now, it's possible that she she still will have a nafal and she'll miscarry. And even on the side that she won't miscarry and she will have a viable child, there's still a suffix that maybe that child will be in a keva and Rachel will not be Zakuk And that's why Rabbi Shua says, even in this case, you're not going to be Cheshish and Rachel could get married Lashuk. And the Gemara begins, the first case of the Mishnah, the Mishnah said, Ad Sheteda, Shem that Rachel could not get married until she was able to ascertain if her tzara was Mubaris or if she was not Mubaris. Now the Lashon of Mishnah was interesting because it said, Shem and the Gemara asks, my Hitzarasa, why does it say if this Sarah was Muberis? And that Gemara says, Hakamashmon, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, the Hatzarah who the Chayshinon were only Chayshish for this Sarah. That means that Reuben was married to Leah when he went on Medina Siam, so we have to worry that maybe Leah gave birth to a child. However, if you had Aden, for example, that this Sarah did not have a child, and we don't say at that point that even though in Chanami, Reuben didn't have a child from Leah, but maybe Reuben got married 
married to another woman while he was in Medina Siyam, and maybe they had a child. And that's the Chiddush of the Mishnah, that we don't have to worry that maybe Reuven got married to another woman when he was in Medina Siyam, and then they had a child. And the Chayr, the same Nafkamina would be if Reuven went away without another wife, and then we don't have to be Chayshish that maybe he got married and had a child. And the Gemara continues to quote from the first case of the Mishnah, we said that if Rachel Sarah goes to Medina Siyam with her husband Reuven, and then she finds out that Reuven died, well, at this point, Rachel can't do Yibam with Shimon, and she also can't get married Lashuk. And the Gemara says, Bishlam Yivumi it makes sense why she can't do Yibam with Shimon, because maybe Leah had a child, and therefore, of course, she'll be having a relationship with her brother-in-law in a case where he's not Zakuk Yibam, because, of course, Reuven had a child. Why do we say that she can't get married Lashuk? We should go based on a Rav. Rav Nashim is Abrais for your days, and most women get pregnant and they have a child and therefore in our Mishnah we should follow the Rav and we should say that certainly Leah must have had a child but Medina Siyam and therefore Rachel is not Zakhalivim at all and she's Muter Zashuk on that Gemara says let's say that our Mishnah is going to feed a Shita Rameya which is a Das Yachid who's Chayish Lemuta and that's why in our Mishnah we're Chayish Lemuta that maybe this woman that went to Medina Siyam did not have a child and therefore Rachel is Zakhalivim and that's why she can't be Muter Zashuk on that Gemara says we could say that Amish is even going like Rabbanan. When did Rabbanan say that they go with Rav, Rubid, Isekaman? It's only in the case where there's a physical Rav that's in front of us, like the case of Tashachnuyas, the classical case of Rav, where you have nine stores that are Mecheres, Basa Shchuta, and one store that sells Basa Trefa. So over there we go Basa the Rav, that's Isekaman, that's in front of us. Or in the case of a Sanhedrin, where we have 23 members of the Sanhedrin, 12 of them says that someone's Zakai, and 11 of them says that the Chayiv, we go busted arrive. So over there, they Isa come on, they're in front of us, and we could count them physically. But that we don't go bus arrive when there's the statistical arrive. So over here, for example, the arrive is that most women in the world get pregnant and they have a child. But that's not something that's in front of us, and therefore, in that case, even Rabbanan would agree to Ramea that would be Chayshish Lemuta, and that's why in our Mishnah, the Rabbanan also agree that she can't get married because we have to be Chayshish that maybe this woman did not have a child, and therefore she was Zakuk Liyibam. And the Gemara continues and asks, how can you tell me that Rabban do not hold that we go Basurayv by Ruba Deleisa Kamon, by Rekotim Iktana do Ruba Deleisa Kamon he, but also Rabbanan Basuruba. As we'll see in a moment from a Braisa, there's a case of a Kotim Iktana which is considered a Ruba Deleisa Kamon it's only statistical Rav, and still Rabban go Basurayv, and they argue with Ramea, the Tani we have a Braisa Kotim Iktana Lechotim Lemiyamin that a Kotim Iktana cannot do Chalitza and cannot do Yibam, the Ramea, these are the words Ramea so Amalai Ramea, the Rabbanon said to Ramea, Yafa Mata Sheikhultim, we understand why you said that they can't be Khalitza, because Iskib Pashit says Binagaya Khalitza ish, or Makshin Ish Lish, and therefore we see that there's a din of ish, it has to be a goddle that does Khalitza, and it's not only the male that has to be a goddle, but also the female has to be a gdala. Elamatam imiyamim. But why would you say that a katana or a cotton cannot do yibam? Lukhaya wants a royal beer, that yibam should be fine. There's no din of being an ish over there. And Amalahem Ramey responded to the Rabbanon and said, the reason that a cotton cannot do yibam is not because his beer is definitely not a beer, but because there's a possibility that he will be a sris, he will never become a regular gadol, and we know that a sris is actually also do yibam, and therefore his beer will actually be also because he'll be bar on Aisha's Ach Mitzvah. And Katana Shematim Tsailness, the same problem occurs by Katana because maybe it will turn out that this Katana is an islandist, and of course an islandist is not Chayiv and Yibam, and again they will be over the Issa of being bar on Aisha's Ach Shloibah Mitzvah, 
and as the Gemara says, Vinimsu Paigum it'll come out that this beer that you're trying to do, the mitzvah of Yibam, will actually come out an Issa deraisa of being born Ashish Akshla Bemukha Mitzvah, which is of course an Arab deraisa. And of course, this is Ramel Shitasai that he holds that Khashim Lamuta. However, Rabban Savi Rabban argue Aramea over there as well, and they say Zil that we have to go Basarayv and Rav Tanim are not Zoris and therefore they actually could do Yibum and Zil Basarayv Tanis Rav Tanis Lab Islands in the new. and we also go Basarayv of Tanis and most Tanis are not Islands in the new. and therefore she could also do Yibum and clearly we see from that Gemara that Abad the Rabbanon hold that even by a Ruba de Lesa Kaman by a statistical Rav for example a Katan Tana which we're not pointing at a group of Tanim or a group of Tanis we're pointing at all the Tanim and Tanis in the world and that's how we're basing our Rav which is based on statistics, then even the Rabbanon go bus arrive and they don't say with Hashimah Lemuta. And therefore, the Chayr is clear that our Mishnah, even though there's statistical arrive, the Rabbanon would say we should go bus arrive. And therefore, our Mishnah must be like Rameah. Therefore, we go back and we say our Mishnah is specifically going like Rameah. And the Gemara continues, If you're telling me our Mishnah is going like Rameah, let's see the case of the Sefer. That if a woman's mother in law goes to Medina Siyam, then you don't have to be that maybe she had a child while she was and therefore and before the Gemara proves that this is not going like Ramea, the Gemara explains what Pshad is in the Sefer Amai, what is Pshad in the Sefer that we say you don't have to be because because even though we go and and most women will become pregnant and have a child however there is also a mean over here that some women will miscarry and on the group of women that will have a child Half of them will have males and half of them will have the cavers. And therefore, smech miyuta do my pilas, And now we add together the meat of pregnancies that end with a miscarriage, together with the 50% of viable pregnancies that end with a child being born that are in the cavers. And therefore, it comes out that male births are actually a meat. And therefore, we don't have to worry that maybe the child that was born was a male. And therefore, we say that this woman is not Zakhribam. But if we're saying that our mission is going to fear a male, then we should be chayshish that since there's a mirt of children that are born that are males, we should say that this woman should be zakhribam and would not be mutaris l'shok. And the Gemara answers, Dilma kibin dechask l'shok loichayish over here when the mother-in-law went l'medina siyam she didn't have a child and therefore the chazaka was that Rachel was not going to be zakhribam and even a male would not go based on a mirt if it's going against the chazaka. But the Gemara asks, Reisha dechask l'shok tiyavim. So if we just said that Ramea goes based on the chazaka, so l'chayr in the Reisha we. When the husband left the Medina Siyam, he didn't have any child, and therefore the Chazaka was that he didn't have children, and therefore she would have to have Yibam. So the we should say that Rachel should be able to do Yibam. Now Taisa points out that the in this case is very different because in this case we have Rav Nashim that are misabbers for Yaldis, and therefore potentially there was a child over here, and therefore the Rav is against the Chazaka, and that Taisa says that Lamaisa we have the Mir that women do not give birth, and therefore the Mir together with the Chazaka should win against the Rav. The Gemara is bothered what's the Chil between. The ratio of the sefer, if we're going like Ramea, so Amr Nachman, Amr Nachman says, Amr Abavu and Neimar Abavu, ratio the isikar is chashu, sefer the isilav loy chashu. That's the reason why in the ratio we said that Rachel cannot do yibum is because even though there was a chazaka that her husband did not have a child, however the potential is that she's being bar on Shimon, who's her brother-in-law, but it's going to be a potential of isach shloy b'makamitzvah, which is an isikaris. However, in the sefer of Ramea, since the chazaka is that her mother-in-law did not have a child and therefore she's mutaris l'shuk, and the only possible Possible issa that she would be over on is that she's marrying Lashuk when she is a Shemeris Yavam, and of course she'd be over an Issa Lab of Lysia 
we're not going to be because it's only an Isalab. And Amarav on that, Rav says back, Mechle, let's see, Hadaraisa, Hadaraisa, both Yisurim Hadaraisa, and Mali Issachar is Mali Isalab. What's the difference if the potential Issa that there be Iva based on the suffix is it Issachar's, or the potential Issa that being Iva is an Isalab? And Rashi explains that Lachira, we find many cases where we make certain Achakas when there's an Issachar's, but we won't make certain Achakas if there's only an Isalab. And Lachira, we do find that there is a difference between an Isalab and an Issachar's. So Rashi says, that over here, it's not a chokad rabbonon, that maybe something will happen, and therefore we should be more machmer by something which is an isakaris than an islav. Because, of course, when the rabbonon are determining if they should make a hachaka, then of course they're going to take that into account. However, the hachra shemi isur deraisa mamish kavid, over here the suffix is that if he's going to be bar on this woman, will he be eva on islav at that point or not? And therefore, of course, there is no chiluk if it's going to be an islav or an isakaris, since there's an actual suffix on this maisa, if you could be an oiva, an isalav, or an isakaris, then of course, in either case, we're going to say suffix the rice al-chumra, and we're going to answer it. And finally, the Gemara says, Elam Rav, therefore Rav says that we turned up Kafutes on the base, then really our Mishnah is going completely like Ramea, and of course, we're Chayish Lemuta. However, there's a chiluk between the Rasha and the Sefer. Rasha Chazakal Yibam, in the Rasha, when her husband went to Medina Siam, of course, they didn't have any children, and therefore the Chazaka was that Rachel is going to be Chayiv Libam, and she will be a Shemar Yavam, and Rubal Shuk. However, there's a Roy that goes against that Chazaka because Roiv Nashim Amis Abris Fialdes, and therefore Hartzara must have had a child when they went to Medina Siam, and based, of course, on the Roiv, then Rachel would not be Zaku Glibum, and she would not be a Shemar Yavam. But the Chazaka, Loy Adif Kiruba, we know that Ruba Chazaka, Ruba Adif, and therefore, really, Rachel should be Mutaris Shuk. However, the Icy Muta de Mapilis, according to Ramey, that with Chaish Lemuta, now we have also Mir that maybe she was Mapil, and therefore she actually did not have a child, and Smeichel Chazaka, and you take that Mir and you put it together with the Chazaka, the Havle Palgo Palgo, and now we look at this as a suffix that's Palgo Palgo, and the Chazaka together with the Mir can win over the Rive, and therefore, she can't get married and she can't do Yibam. However, Sefer Chazaka Lashuk, in the Sefer, at the point that Rachel's mother law left Lamedina Siyam, she did not have any son, and therefore, she would not be Shemer Siyabam, she would not be Zakal Yibam at any point, and in the case of the mother law, Verubal Shuk, the Rive actually strengthened the Chazaka because, of course, you have a Mir of women that are mapel that have a miscarriage, and you also have 50% of viable children that will be in the cavus, and therefore, Roiv would tell us that she actually will not have a Zacha, and therefore, Rachel will not be Zacha Libam, and even though we're going like Ramea, that's Chayish Lemuta, and there is a Chashash that maybe she will have a child that's a male, and therefore, Rachel should be Zacha Libam, but Vahavli Zachar, Miuta Miuta, over here, the Zacha is a Mira Mir, it's going against Chazaka as well as a Roiv, or Miuta Miuta, Loi Chayish Ramea, and even though Ramea is Chayish Lemuta, He's not chayish for a miuta de miuta. And the Gemara continues to quote and discuss the Risha. We send the Risha that Rachel Sarah went to Medina Siam together with her husband, and prior to them leaving, they did not have any children. The din is that Rachel cannot get married, and also she cannot do Yibam. And of course, Rachel can't do Yibam because there's Rav Nashim that are misabbas for Yaldis, and therefore the likelihood is that Leah that Sarah had a child in Medina Siam, and therefore, of course, Rachel can't do Yibam with Shimon. Because it would be bar on Ashes Ach Mitzvah, and we said that Rachel also can't get married at that point Lashuk because we have to be Chashin Lamuta because we're going like Ramea, and maybe this woman that went Lashuk did not have any children, and therefore Rachel is really Zakul And the Gemara asks, why should it be that Rachel should be Asa to get married or to Yibam 
Laulam, Lukhaira, let Shimon go and do Khalitsa to her at this point, and Mimanushak, she will be able to go and get married Lashuk. If she was Chai and Yibum, she already had Khalitsa. And if they already had a child, so then there was no Khaliv of Khalitsa or Yibum, and therefore of course she could get married. So Amaziri, La Atzmashlesh Khadashim, Ainakanami, when the Mishnah said Laiti Nasav Laiti Zabim, it meant to say that she herself can't get married for three months because of course she has to wait the time of Avchana to see if she actually had a child or not. And the Chavrasa Tisha, and she also has to wait nine months to allow for potential time for the Tzara to have had a baby at that point. And the Chavetz is Mimanushach. And at that point, after it's nine months already, then Rachel could actually do Chalitza with Shimon Mimanushach. Shad is Pashat that if Rachel actually did not have a child within the first three months, then of course, at this point, based on her status, she would be Chayiv and Yibum. And if her Tzara also did not have a child with the husband, Bimedina Siyam, then of course, Rachel was Chayiv Yibum. And therefore, when Shimon does Chalitza, she would now be Mutaris Lashuk. And on its side, that Leah actually had a child during this nine-month period, then of course, Rachel is not Chayiv B'yibam or Chalitza, and there's no problem with Shimon doing Chalitza with her, and in any case, she would be Mutaris Lashuk. And of course, don't be bothered that Lachira, if you're doing Chalitza, so let Rachel just do Chalitza right away. Why do you have to wait this nine-month period? So Rashi explains, because Shemach of Rasa Mubarasi, maybe this Torah was pregnant, and the child will actually be a viable child, but in Chalitza Paiteris the only way that this woman Rachel becomes Mutaris Lashuk at that point is not based on the Chalitza of her brother-in-law but it's based on the fact that Reuben actually had a viable child and since a child is not a part of a woman until he's actually born therefore of course Rachel will have to wait a full nine months in order to be able to be Mutaris Lashuk and the Gemara continues with another Shita Rabbi says based on her own status she has to wait three months for Avchana but based on the fact that her Torah went with this young, there she has to wait forever until she's able to determine if that woman had a child or not. And the Gemara continues, and Eesan Rav Chanina, that Lechayr is right, but Tachlitz Mimonoshach, Lechayr let him do Chalitza with her, Mimonoshach, and she'll be Mutaris Lashok, at least after nine months. The Gemara answers, Abaya Ba'ovin, Rav Chanina Ba'ovin, Ami Tabaro, they both explain that in this case, we don't want Shimon to do Chalitza with Rachel, because Xera, there's a problem over here, we make Xera, Shem Yehev Laben Kiyama, because maybe the Tzor that went with Medina Siyam will have a child that will be a viable child, and of course, once we find out that she had a viable child, then really Rachel did not need Chalitza at all, and she's not considered a Chalitza, and of course, someone that had Chalitza is Pasal Lukuna, Midrabodan, they can't go and get married to a Kain, but this woman, now that the Chalitza was not really a valid Chalitza, would be Mutter Lukuna, Lukuna, and since if she goes to get married to Lukuna, someone will think that a Chalitza could marry a Kain, so Lukuna, and the Rabbanon will have to make an announcements to explain to people that this woman is muta to kahuna and the Gemara is belitzucha so who cares let Rabbana make announcement that she's muta lakuna on that Gemara says dilma ikud habibachalitza it's possible that some people will hear that she had chalitza v'loy habibachraza and they will not hear these announcements but Amri and they'll say kashar chalitza lakayin that a chalitza is muta to a kayin and the Mefarshim are all bothered over here that lachira based on a drabon dikaisa of a chalitza lakayin and maybe some will think that a chalitza lakayin will be muta we're going to cause this woman never to be able to get married. Look, there are many eaters over here, either like we said, to make an announcement, or we could say that this woman
woman could get married to anyone, but she can't get married to a Kayan, etc. And Lechayu, what's Pshad in our Gemara? Tzarech Bia. And the Gemara continues and quotes from a Mishnah before on Kofiut Ches on the Beis. Tanam, we learned in the Mishnah, Nitalim Ben Bimedinasiyam. If Rachel comes back from a trip with Bimedinasiyam and she says, I had a child with my husband, Bimedinasiyam, the Amra Mace Beniv Achach Baili. And then she says that my son died first, and then my husband, and therefore I'm still Chayiv and Yibam. Nemenes, she is believed because her actual Dibar is exactly like the original Chazaka. And even though at one point she's saying, I had a child, that would be Hapesha Asa, who Hapesha Itter, and we're not going to be Chayish, that maybe she really wanted to get married to this brother in law. And that's why she said that the son died first, because we say Hapesha Asa, who Hapesha Itter. She never even had to mention that she had a child at all if her intent was to marry her brother in law. However, if she said, Miss Bailey, my husband died first, and then my child died, in this case, since the Chazaka was that she's Chayiv and Yibam, so by the fact that she's saying that my son died second, we will not believe her and we won't let her get married Lashuk. And in this case, with Chayish, maybe she really hated her brother in law and therefore she wanted to make sure that she wouldn't have to go and do Yibam with him. And the Mishnah said, even though we're not going to let her do Yibam, but we're still Chayish that her words were potentially true, that her son died second and therefore she's Buteras Lashuk, and even though, of course, we won't allow her to have Yibam with the brother in law because maybe her son died second and therefore she wasn't Zaka Libam. However, in this case, we tell the brother in law to do Chalitza and this way she will be Muteras Lashuk. But based on what we just said before, we should be chayshish. Maybe there will be edum that will come for Amri Kamra, and they will say that her words are correct and she was truthful. That really she's not chayiv biyibum. And it'll come out that her chalitza was really unnecessary because she really had a child, and therefore she was not a shemeres yavim at all. And therefore you'll have to go and make an announcement for kuna. And as we said before, that's not something that we want to do because maybe it could have bechalitza v'loy have bechraza, and therefore how could it be that the Mishnah allowed her to have Chalitza and then get married Lashuk? Lechay, we should have that same Gzira. Rapapa, Rapapa says, Begusha, that case in the Mishnah was talking that she was previously Gusha and therefore there was no ability for her in any case to marry a Kayan and that's why we had no problem if he did Chalitza and then she got married Lashuk because even if afterwards we find out that she was not Chayiv in Chalitza, the Kayan will not marry her in any case because she is a Gusha. In that case she said, that I and he were hidden in Mara, we were in a cave together the entire time, and therefore no one knew that I had a child, and no one knew when this child died, and therefore it's impossible that Aiden will come at any point to say that she is correct, and that's why there's no problem for her to do Chalitza, because there will never be a time that we'll see that that Chalitza was really not a valid Chalitza, and she will become Mutalu Kahuna. And that's why the Mishnah says, that even though, of course, he can't do Yibam with her, but we would want him to do Chalitza with her, and therefore she would be Mutaris Lashok. And we continue with the new Mishnah. If there are only two brothers, Reuben and Shimon, Reuben is married to Rachel and Shimon is married to Leah, and both brothers did not have any children, and then Rachel comes to Bezin and says that my husband Reuben died, and of course she has the monist, as we learned, and she is and Leah also came to Bezin and said that my husband Shimon died, and once again Leah has the monist, but even though Rachel and Leah have the monist as to their own marriages, but we learned earlier on Zayin that one of the five women that don't have nemanis regarding Adis of Isha is a woman who is a potentially Vama to another woman's husband, and since she would be her potential Sarah, so she doesn't have nemanis to state testimony relating to that Sarah, and therefore Rachel's testimony can of course work for herself, but Legabe Leah, we don't believe Rachel and we need to consider that Reuben is still alive, and therefore Leah is still a Shemeris Yavim to Ruin and can't get married to Shuk, and the same applies regarding the Adis of Leah, that although Leah's testimony 
is believed regarding herself, but Lagabi Rachel, we can't believe this Adis, and we need to consider that Shimon is still alive, and therefore Rachel is a Shimon Esyom to Shimon, and is a Surah Lashuk. And the Gemara continues, Lazu Adim, if instead of relying on Rachel's testimony, there are actually Adim that say that Rachel's husband Ruben died, Lazu ain't Adim, however Leah doesn't have any Adim that corroborated her testimony that her husband died, as Sheishla Adim Asura, the one that had the Adim, she would be Asa, because of course we know that her husband died, and therefore she is actually Zakul Yibum, and we're not sure if Shimon actually died, because we're only relying on the testimony of Leah, and she has no Nemanis regarding that testimony, and therefore of course Rachel will be Asa Lashuk, and the Asheinla Adim, however Leah does not have Adim, Muteris, she will be Muta, since Rachel had Adim that her husband died, therefore of course we could rely on the Adim that Reuben is dead, and now that Leah is Shemeris Yavim, Lemaisa, there is no brother that's alive, and therefore, of course, she's going to be Mutaris Lashuk. Now, Zu Banim, Zu Ein Banim, if Rachel had children with Reuben, and Leah did not have children, then of course, Ashiyashla Banim Mutaris, since Rachel had children, therefore, she'll never become a Shemeris Yavim, and it's irrelevant if there's a brother there or not, that Ashiyashla Banim, however, Leah, who did not have children, will of course be Asa, because of course, she is Chayiv and Yibam, and even though Rachel said that Reuben died, but of course, we have to be Chayish that Reuben is alive, because Rachel is Hayyavama, and like we said, Ayyavama has no ability to testify regarding her potential tzara. And the Mishnah continues with another din that's similar to the first din of our Mishnah, that the Mishnah teaches us that if Reuven and Shimon were not the only two brothers, and they also had two other brothers, Levi and Yehuda, and then when Rachel testified that Reuven died, and Leah testified that Shimon died, so certainly in this case, both Rachel and Leah fell Yibam to Levi and Yehuda. Now, Tanakhama holds that if a later point, both Levi and Yehuda die without having children, so now Rachel and Leah revert back to their original status and back to the original issue because the Gabi Rachel, we have a suffix that possibly Shimon is still alive and therefore Rachel will be Zaku Libum to Shimon and she would not be Mutaris Lashuk. And the Gabi Leah, we once again need to be Chayshish that maybe Rachel was lying and Reuven is still alive and Leah is also Zaku Libum to Reuven and not Mutaris Lashuk. However, Beleza, Beleza argues in the Tanakhama, he says, Although he said before that both Rachel and Leah had to be Chayshish that maybe the other one who was the Yavama, she actually would be lying. And that's why in the ratio we said, that they had to be concerned that the other husband was still alive, and therefore they would be a Shemar to that husband. However, once Rachel and Leah went and acted on the original testimony where they said that the husband died, and then they actually went and had Yibam with the brother of the husband, so at least according to one Pshat that we'll see in Agamara, which we'll learn tomorrow, so we now see that Rachel and Leah were really telling the truth, because otherwise they wouldn't be macalculating themselves and they wouldn't go and have a beer and do yibum with the Eshazach, Shalei Mitzvah. So it must be that they really believed and they really saw that the husbands actually died. And therefore, Rabbi Lezah says that once Rachel actually does yibum with Levi and once Leah did yibum with Yehuda, so if afterwards Levi and Yehuda die, at this point we would not be cheshish that Reuven and Shimon are alive and we would say that both Rachel and Leah are Mutaris Lashuk and we will stop over here.